Ah, morning madness at my alma mater, CNN. Well, hi everyone, I'm Ed Garston, and welcome to episode 71 of Tales from the Beat. Now, regulars on the pod know, you know the usual discussion here is about media relations and the constant battle across the scrimmage line between reporter and PR people. But this week, I'm going to go in a different direction because I have a personal tie to the situation at CNN. Well, first, here's what happened in a nutshell. The new top dog of the network killed the morning show due to low ratings. It was anchored by two really fine TV journalists and anchors, Poppy Harlow and Phil Mattingly. Now, I know Poppy personally. I never worked with Phil, but I'm very familiar with his fine work. Little known fact, I actually produced the CNN morning show called Daybreak for a few years back in the 80s, so I've been there. Well, sure, yes, things were a lot different back then, but for one, during my time at CNN Daybreak, Fox News and MSNBC didn't exist. Still, we were competing with the broadcast shows like Today, Good Morning America, and whatever CBS was doing at the time. Well, guess what? We never won, but we never lost our show because we didn't try to be anything we weren't. However, producing a successful morning show is tricky as hell. Or for one, you have to show up for work at 1 a.m., but there's a lot more to it. Our format was simple and pretty indicative of CNN's overall way of presenting news back then. An anchor in D.C. and two sitting side by side along with a weather person in Atlanta where I worked. Here's some of the other tricky parts. The broadcast shows had huge budgets, known stars, and they were broadcast over the air. Although mainly just in the U.S. still, the potential audiences were in the millions, as they still are. We had great broadcast journalists, but no schmoozing, very little of any crosstalk between them, as was the CNN slogan at the time, the news is the star. And that's what our folks delivered. Lots of news but in a pleasant, straightforward, rapid-fire way. Kind of like morning drive-time radio with moving pictures. The other tricky part of producing any television news program is managing the anchors. Now, when a producer is creating a newscast, he or she chooses the stories, how they're presented, and which anchor reads them. Now, sometimes the story might be totally or mostly on-camera, and maybe last as long as 30 seconds. Anchors love that. Lots of FaceTime. But sometimes the anchor just reads the introduction to what's known as a package, a produced report from the field that the intro might run only about 10 seconds. Anchors do not like those. Well, some anchors' egos are so fragile, they would actually grab a recording of the show afterwards and compare their FaceTime with their co-anchors. Now, if there was a discrepancy beyond even a few seconds, the producer would be getting a nasty visitor and no bitching about it. So you try to be cognizant of that when you're creating the show rundown. Now, in our case, for a while, we had an anchor in D.C. who had worked for a long time at CBS Radio, and therefore management determined he should be featured, even though he wasn't really a major star and not especially... Great looking for TV, but the edict went out. He had to handle the first four minutes of each hour in the newscast solo before the Atlanta anchors got their turn. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> they were pissed. And it actually did nothing to improve the ratings. But you start to see there's more than strong content driving decisions about these shows, regardless of their effects. Well, the four-minute thing finally went away after a while. Once it was apparent, it was a ratings failure. But still, Daybreak <laughs> didn't break any audience records. And every once in a while, the anchor lineup for the program would change. I was thrilled when one of the anchors I got to work with was a guy named Bob Kane. Now, Bob wasn't TV handsome, but a longtime veteran of NBC radio with a big, booming, wonderful voice and a rock-solid reputation as a broadcast journalist. Now, back when I was a morning drive-time DJ at Tucson, Arizona radio station KCEE, Bob was the anchor on the NBC Radio Network newscast that came on during my shift. So I, I just really, I just could not believe that I would get to not only work with him, but produce his newscasts. And you know what? He was just as wonderful as I had hoped he would be. Just a really, really sweet guy and a real pro. Now, my female anchors range from names like Marianne Laughlin, Molly McCoy, Pat Harvey, all terrific anchors and great people. My other male anchors were guys like Ralph Wenge, Patrick Greenlaw. Now, I know, you may say, huh, well, I never heard of these guys. And that's part of the problem. These were more than qualified broadcast journalists who were great on the air. They could actually write, but they didn't really have that it thing, you know, the star power that attracts big audiences. And then again, we weren't promoting personalities. We were promoting the news. All right, so now let's fast forward to recent times. Today, GMA, CBS Morning, they're all still on the air. Different people, but still fairly high-profile personalities. MSNBC and Fox have cultivated their morning personalities and promote two political extremes. Well, CNN tried to play that game with three anchors who had zero personal chemistry between them. Interesting as individuals, but a total disaster collectively. Well, Don Lemon, maybe you remember him, he ended up getting canned. And Caitlin Collins got moved to primetime to lead an interview show. The third member, Poppy Harlow, carried on with her new co-anchor, Phil Mattingly. Now, they do have easy chemistry, but they're both reporters. And the happy talk they were forced to conduct was pleasant enough, but not really memorable or effective. Well, now, there's a new boss at CNN who's shaking up the entire morning lineup, killing the Harlow Mattingly show, and trying something new with no schmoozing, more straight news, and different anchors. Hmm, that sounds like what we were doing in 1984 on CNN Daybreak. Will it matter? I don't know. I do know that producing a morning news broadcast is an exercise in attempting to create something strong enough to win over an audience totally entrenched in their morning routines that probably haven't changed in many, many years, and creating a comfort zone from which viewers are loath to step out of. Look at CBS. That network has tried a million different format and anchor configurations over the years, and they never beat Today or GMA, even though its morning shows are similar in tone and content. As an alumnus of CNN, the network that provided me with the job of a lifetime, 
and someone who long ago toiled in those long overnight hours to produce a great morning news broadcast. I wish CNN luck in its latest attempt to wake up its ratings. That's Tales from the Beat for this week. Thanks a lot for listening. I hope you'll share, comment, subscribe. I'm Ed Garston, and I'll be back next week with more tales. Take care.